we go. What a track. You can catch me at uh, all the festivals this summer. So, Zach's back. First of all, Zach, welcome back. Thanks for having me, DJ Disco. <laughs> um, so, last podcast we did, it feels like yesterday, but a lot's happened since. Quite a bit. Uh, the first question for you is, what was the feedback like on the on the first? Uh, it was unbelievable, actually. Too much feedback. I think we had a, quite a few listeners across that Sunday, Monday. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was really nice. Um, yeah, uh, it was almost quite motivating, actually, just to see so many people reach out from so many different aspects of my life, um, mm. even like old friends, family members, older, younger, yeah, getting back to me and just being 100% um, with me and, yeah, in any way, shape or form that they wanted to be and, yeah, it was good. Yeah, really nice. Yeah, anything that surprised you with the feedback that you got? Anything that surprised you? Yeah, um, motivating other people, I guess. Yeah. Um, obviously, when I... Had this planned out, I guess it's been about a year since I really decided that this was something that I wanted to do. I didn't really think about what I would be able to do for others in the sense of motivating others, whether it was running or walking or running 10 kilometres for the first time ever. Um, I had a mate call me up not too long ago, a workmate, um, Jakey Paulson, shout out Jakey, and he just yeah said, hey, go on. And whatnot, and then he just told me that um, that listen for him really made him start um, like realizing, you know, how short life can be. And he's like just doing something as simple as walking five, six k's a night. And I'm, and he said it was because of you and what you said. And I was like, what? Really? Like I couldn't really believe it. And yeah. he's like, yeah, no, nah, it really is. I'm like, well, thank you. And it kind of really took me back, and I realized um, just what you can do. Someone else, um, you know, just how you can touch someone else through your own story. So, yeah, it was pretty cr- incredible and made me feel really good. Um, yeah, I've had a couple of those those little instances. Um, Joel Brinkat's another one, a mate of mine from school, who uh, was in the same year, year level as me. He's the same. He did. He ran 10 kilometres for the first time not too long ago. Actually, he's going to run probably 15 k's with me in the last run. And, yeah, it's just like that motivation and that, you know, they're getting that energy and that buzz all of a sudden to get off the couch and get moving, get active and clear the headspace. Yeah, it's pretty cool to see so many people just up and about. And um, Chantal Austin's another one, a friend of mine. A chick, she did her first 10Ks not too long ago and was just so wrapped with herself. It's really it's such a nice feeling just to get those messages and, oh, yeah. I did this, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, that's been that's been a, a buzz that I didn't really expect to come, and then like creating that you know ten kilometer two co challenge, um, it's really started to pick up, and yeah, it's cool. It's cool to see so many different people getting that challenge done. Like even look at Maddie Dornoff. We'll go yeah. go into that later if you want, but yeah, that's another very impressive you know um, thing that he did. He ran his first marathon ever with Met as well as Fish, obviously. Um, on Saturday, uh, Sunday, sorry, and like I don't think either of them saw themselves doing that a month ago. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's just it's cool to see so many people want to jump on board and 
get active and, you know, um, yeah, clear the headspace and get moving and make the most of it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been I reckon good. after the last 12 months we've all gone through, probably lost a bit of that community spirit a little bit. Yeah. And when you lose it, it's so hard to find something again because you just get in your comfort zone and starting to get out of it is, like, scary and you've created new habits that are just maybe sitting on the couch watching TV and you start to enjoy it. So for people to start, I guess, yeah, getting back into it, it's just so good for you, not only your body but mostly your mind. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much what I look at getting out of it, the most out of anything, whether it's look at sauna, steam room, mm. whatever it is, it's just that clear headspace that, you know, that... Do something tough. Yeah, and it's very rewarding. Um, but, yeah, that would definitely the... The very surprising feedback and messages yeah. that I received that I was like, wow, like it really took me back and you realise what you can do for someone else. Yeah. And do you feel any pressure? Um, I guess, yeah, a little bit at times. I don't know. It's just a lot of, a lot of people like, I think at first I was like, oh, this, that's so easy to do. Like you just, when you're saying oh, I can do it, like achieve that goal. But yeah. then I've realised just how big it is when such a widespread amount of people have gone, you're going to be able to do it, Zach. Like, yeah, that's yeah. what they've literally looked at me and said. You know, and I just said, this is early days before, when my schedule of running just started. I'm like, yeah, bloody earth, I'm going to be able to do it. Yeah. And I'd always have that mental state of, yeah, I'm going to be able to do it. Yeah. But um, now it's kind of, I'll be able to do it mentally, but is my body going to be able to get through it? Yeah. Like, this recovery that we can get into it's definitely the big game changer. Um, but, yeah, I think that pressure has kind of been put on myself, from myself. But yeah, um, yeah. other than that, not really, no. Um, just the only pressure is just not having enough time of the day anymore. Yeah. Which, which it's kind of – I've always been a busy person, but now I've just kind of upped that again. Um, and my physio, someone that I kind of – I've kind of felt like I've only known him for about two years now. I've kind of looked up to him in a weird way. I think more of look, he's a very successful person. He owns quite a few businesses around Victoria. Um, Jared from um, Northern Spinal, I think. But it's more of his energy and the how he how you know he goes about his day and the depth of the conversations that we have. It's pretty cool. And he basically said, "Look, Zach, this is just how you're going to live your life now." You know. Your frequency is a lot higher now, and if this is what you want to do, this is where you're going to have to be. And I was kind of like a bit of a reality check. I'm like, oh, okay, see, if this is what I want to do, this is <laughs> this is how your life's going to be. There's just yeah, that's it, really. So yeah, it's good though. And you believe that that you have to be up all the time, though? Uh no, nah, definitely not. Like I've definitely have my down times. Um, chill and kick back, watch the TV myself, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah um, but just. I think the overall time in my day has definitely gotten shorter. That's yeah. all right. And just probably that's more times accounted for. Yeah, than. well, that's what – and my housemate, Fish, who's someone that I kind of look up to at the moment, like as a big brother role, he's kind of just said, look, you just got to – it's all about time management. You know? yeah. hey, and that's pretty much all it is, all it comes down to is just how you, you manage your time, which yeah. I'm getting better at slowly, but yeah. Yeah, and plus you're, you've got your own – so you've got this, which I know you say you don't want to, 
you want it not to be you. Yeah, we can get into that, but yeah. But yeah. you... Yeah, I had to kick the, it off Yeah, you're the force me. behind it. And yeah. then, so you've got that, I guess, aspect, but then you've got your own life, own life going yeah. on. So how have you been out of balance, both of that? Um, have you been advocate the balance? Well, I actually just finished... I'm officially a qualified electrician. Did you pass? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Thanks, bro. On Tuesday night, yeah. So that was... Um, that was a lot. Yeah. Oh, laugh. <laughs> oh don't laugh at me. Clap. <laughs> um, yeah, so, look, I, failed, I passed my prac and my safety easy straight away, but the theory that was what got me, um, yeah. yeah, just putting my energy in that time just to focus on that and that was mm. it and forget about everything else, to co, you know, work, whatever, was, yeah, it was extremely difficult and I realised that I probably could have passed it earlier if I made, pardon me, open on a podcast. Um, I probably could have, um, if I if I made myself accountable earlier, I probably could have passed it earlier. I, it was only a couple percent short of yeah, passing, yeah. you know, so I kind of realised, all right, you've got to knuckle in, concentrate and get it done, so then that's another tick. Yeah. So, yeah, it was really nice to have that relief off my shoulders and have more time elsewhere. But, yeah, to manage that time... I've had to obviously take days off work or, mm. you know, just manipulate it and move it around a bit with physios, osteos, Pilates, all the rest of it, which yeah. we can go into detail what, um, of that. What's your work been like with that? Have they accepted it? Well, it kind of worked. Well, they didn't accept it because I got the ass. Lots happened in a couple of months. But, no, nah, I um, look, I got made redundant or whatever you want to call it, but that's all right. But I've got a new job at the moment with... A wonderful support crew, and they've. I'm a subcontractor, so technically I get to choose when I want to work. But they also know what I'm doing, and they're yeah. um, Luke is my foreman, and he's right behind the cause and loves what I'm doing. So yeah, if I tell him, look, I can't work Monday, I can't work Monday. Yes, I'm just knackered, you know, my legs. But if I rock up, I rock up. But for the rest of the week, I'm working anyway. So he yeah. knows it's just that those Mondays just to get that extra recovery in. He's fine with that for now, for the yep. meantime, which is good. You got me a job, didn't you? I did, yeah. You start <laughs> Monday, you're going to meet Lukey. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah no, nah, it's it's, um, it's good, good fun, and I'm yep. enjoying it. All right, so let's go through the process from when, so last time last we spoke. Time was, yeah, yeah. Uh, first of all, give us a recap of exactly the distance that you're doing, yep. and yep. obviously you did your first So I did first my first marathon, which is 42 kilometres on Sunday. Yeah. Um, this Sunday, I'm running 48 kilometres, which is a slight kick up. I haven't run any more than 42, so it's yeah. going to be interesting. Um, down at Assumption College, Kilmore. And basically, I'm running laps around the car. Everyone thinks I'm crazy for doing that. And it's kind of the point. Like, I kind of, you know, want to show like that mental tough battle. Like, yeah, it's going to be boring. There's not going to be, it's just going to be persistent. The same thing over and over again. But how many laps is that? I don't want to work it out. Everyone keeps asking. <laughs> That's the next question everyone's asking me. I don't want people to work it out because then that. Just watch it. Have you watch? I'm just gonna have my yeah. So what I do is I don't even even when um we're running on the weekend. I said to Maddie and Fish, don't tell me how many kilometers we have. That's rule number one because yeah. I don't want to know. I base all my all my runs off time. Yeah. I kind of work out how far I'll get in ten k's, and that's about an hour. So. If it's a marathon, it's just over four. I should should finish. So yeah, yeah. I 
Because otherwise, I just do my head in. Yeah. And then time becomes a lot slower. And towards the end, you you lose that that mental kind of battle. Mm. You don't. Well, I don't lose because I finish it, but it becomes a lot harder. So um, it comes a lot more like um, like mathematical. Yeah, and then. It, and then it's twelve fifteen, and I'm looking at my watch. Yeah, and then yeah. it's twelve fifteen, fifteen seconds past, and I'm looking <laughs> yeah, at my watch. And I have only moved two hundred meters rather than two kilometers that it's felt like. Yeah. So I've learnt just to you know take it all in and just slowly but surely get it done. And you found your pace that you kind of yeah. And I know within myself. So that's something we can get into. So basically, um, yeah. Before we get right into these next marathons, I'll probably talk about how how I go with my pace and. Mm. All the rest of it. So I um, have this coach. His name's Sean Williams, who was a ultra, uh, not an ultra, an Olympic marathon runner that I got onto at, not long after we were on the last podcast. And he set me up a schedule to get to obviously where I am today, and I've just followed it. Did he do that? Did you have to pay to do that, or did he do it free? Uh, I paid. No, that wasn't much at all. Yeah, and um, which is it's been really good. Pardon me, I keep burping. Um, and basically. It was just a slow, gradual 10% build-up every week. Yeah. And basically, bloody hell. Um, when, you, when you first seen him, because it was only would have been only, what, six weeks away or whatever? Yeah, I think it was about eight, eight weeks. Did yeah. he say, was he all on board or did he say, oh, it's a bit? Uh, yeah, no, he didn't really say much. He just said, yeah, it's so possible. Right? Do, yeah, yeah, and I said... I I didn't really even ask him if it's possible. Yeah, you said this is what's happening. This is what's happening. Yeah, that's it. that's my mindset. This You're such an alpha male, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to think is it possible. It's just this is what's happening. That's yeah. that's how I want to ha- keep my mindset because yeah, for sure. As soon nice. as you put in, is it possible? Well, then you've got a slight bit of doubt down. Yeah, and then other people can yeah, send, which uh, see the no doubt. one's really thought. Of, mm. No one's really had any. Yeah, they kind of just ask me, can you do this? Which, yes, the answer is I can if my body holds up. And um, I will. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, he created this schedule for me. But if I drop back a couple of years, uh, about a year ago, I also met um, another bloke that's really into his marathon running. And basically he taught me that um, when you're running, it's this thing called conversational pace. So you run at a pace that you can kind of talk to yourself. Yeah. I kind of try to rap to myself, but I'm shocking at it. <laughs> But um, and just listen to a beat, you know, or like a rapper, and just keep at that pace, so you never really lose your breath. Yeah. And then as you get fitter, that pace obviously gets quicker. So that's kind of where I'm at. And it used to be six minute thirty k's, and now it's probably anywhere between five minute thirty six minute k's. Yeah. So I kind of just have learned that that's my pace, and that keeps me. And then the other thing is heart rate. The heart, it's it's all about heart rate. Yeah. In the long distance game. Which is aerobic capacity, for those mm-hmm. that don't know. A bit of sports science for Zaki P. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, yeah, keeping your heart rate at about 150 beats per minute or lower. Yeah, will, like will, certain zones, yeah. you working zones. Yeah, and it allows lactic acid to build up, um, take longer to build up, yeah. I think. Um, so, yeah, so if I keep that conversational pace, which was hard for someone like Maddie. To keep that pace because he's so used to, you know, building up quicker paces. Yeah. As well as a lot of other people that I've run with, I've kind of had to say, hey, no, if you want to run the longer distance, yeah. slow down. Yeah, and it's hard, it's hard to do, isn't it? 
It is because we're all footy based yeah. blokes that you know learn how to run quick for shorter distances and to flip it around. It's it's a it takes a bit of time to get used to because yeah. you feel like you're walking almost. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you so I'm just slowed it right down. Run on grass, don't run fast. That's uh, the motto. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so just slowed it right down. Run slower um, for longer distance and. Yeah, you kind of, I've kind of learnt I can run harder at the end if I've got that energy there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then we can do, we can talk about like energy levels. So basically, obviously you're burning glycogen, carbs, all the rest of it, um, and your fats. Um, so to keep the energy build up, obviously I've got to take um, gels. Blocks, um, beta alanine, which is just also full of glycogen, carbs, all the rest of it, and you mm. just keep building, you keep feeding yourself those kind of things. You know, before the run, it's a big bowl of porridge, and that's probably it. Um, then you've got your electrolytes, just keep filling yourself up with electrolytes, uh, and then the back end of the run, I I don't mind putting like you can get caffeine mixes, yeah, and just smashing yourself with that and letting the muscles absorb as much as as you can because once you hit thirty k's. 30 to 32Ks, doesn't matter who you are, that lactic acid's going to hit you. And when it hits you, it feels like a truck is hitting you. Mm. Your, your, lo- your legs are turning into concrete and you, you start getting slower. And then you start getting like pins and needles. Yeah, too. you've probably, yeah, you've definitely would have felt that through your triathlon. Yeah. And, yeah, and it, and that's where that mind, that mental toughness kind of comes in and you, you've got to kind of go one, one step after the other. Yeah. And... But I guess learning that conditioning your body, it, you can kind of just get through it a little bit easier. I've noticed, like, compared to six months ago when I did my first marathon, I struggled to finish that. Like, yeah. I really struggled to finish it, but I didn't prepare myself properly. I didn't have this camel back on me with all these gels and blocks and electrolytes and then tailwind full of water and glycogen in and all these different substances yeah. to help me push through. I just had like a couple of gels, maybe a Powerade, and that was it. Yeah. Whereas this time I um, I basically finished the runs with very – I was running 4-minute 50Ks towards the end. I don't, mm. And I think in saying that, it's probably everything that's happening right now as well. It's a big boost, especially having a lot of people at the finish line there f- to support you, definitely, as well as people joining on at the end to help you get through the line. Yeah. That's where I feel like that's that support crew that I have and I've created to help me get through the line every single time, which helps me not doubt myself. Yeah, and it's also, yeah, that mind over the body where you, you just told yourself you're going to do it. Yeah, exactly So there's right. no – I'm sure – and you've done the preparation, so when it came to the to Sunday – Yep. You're not nervous. You're just like, I'm ready. I'm ready yeah. to go. In saying that, though, the first 20Ks, which last time it was the opposite, but this time the first 20Ks, like me and Fishbow said, like it was the hard. Like yeah. we were both like, mm, what have we got ourselves into? And then I was thinking, oh, Zach, you've got a whole month of this and it only gets harder from here. Yeah. And then the back end, it kind of it was just more of a flow state and we were just going for good and old. And, um, yeah, it felt really good. But the, I think it was just getting those little niggles out of the legs uh, I've got a, quite a bad lower back, so I always try and make sure that's stretched and loosened up before I'm running those distances because I think if anything's going to cause me to stop running, it's going to be that. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll concentrate on getting that right. Um, 
yeah, so yeah, it was good. It was a really good run. Um, we all did really well, and it was it was a great day to be around. Mm. But um, with the because this is what I noticed the not to sound like a wanker and talk mm-hmm. about me, but when I did do the half Ironman and yep. trained like by the book, everything properly, um, it was a lot of that. It was like run for three hours with your yeah. Don't let your heart rate get over one thirty. Yeah, and then so you you are going around the oval at like six and a half minute k's. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah, and um, it's so hard because we have our footy background, or like I guess a lot of people have this. You feel like when you exercise, you have to hurt, and you yeah. have to have that like sense of um, fucking yourself. Yeah, accomplishment from being yeah. knackered. But if you have the time to do it, it's you don't have to ruin your body. You can actually just like your body doesn't know, it just knows how much energy is given out. Yeah. Exactly. So if you train for twenty minutes and you just do twenty minutes of sprints, you're going to be fucked at the end of it. But if you train for an hour and a half and just have a slow jog, that slow jog is going to be heaps more beneficial. Yeah, exactly right. But mentally, you have to get around that to be like to do the hour yeah. And a half. I'm not completely like I don't hate myself. I'm not dead. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. Even though I asked Maddie at the end of his marathon, I think he <laughs> thought he might have been dead. <laughs> Shout out to Maddie. <laughs> Hope he's doing all right. Um, yeah, I think um, overall, I think recovery is definitely the most important part. Yeah. Um, so what what have you got in place? In place for recovery, yeah. yeah. I have um, a number of people supporting me at the moment. Uh, definitely shout out to Whittlesey Physio first and foremost because... Yep. Mick listened to our podcast. Legend. First time. Number one fan. Yeah, he must be. He's straight on to it. I reckon he'll listen to this first. Um, and he just, yeah, he, he reached out to both of us and said, look, um, Zach's spot on. It'll cost him an arm and a leg to get him prepared. So he just said, come in once, uh, twice a week, do a Pilates session. We'll get um, we'll get you worked on as well. Yeah. So, and it's just been amazing. So thank you to those guys down at Whittlesey Physio for helping me. Uh, in preparation And then they just go, It's more just Range of motion Or strengthening uh, So Pilates It's more strengthening The core Yeah um, Getting that movement Through the legs as well And stretching And then they just do Acupuncture Which you know There's needles Through yeah. the lower back Through my legs um, Just to get that release Of the muscles A bit of a muscle spasm As well as You know Whatever I need As I feel as tight Whatever yeah. To get it loosened up um, there's all, they also give me different um, sports uh, gels to try, trial, which is good. Thanks a lot for that as well. They've been they've been great help. Um, and even I don't know if you've seen the pickle juice setup I've been running. No, I haven't. Bit, bit of pickle juice shop. You have one before every run, so the night before. It's yep. just full of sodium, and it's just it helps with cramping. It um, stops that release. Mick has these little cramp shots, yeah, which I've been taking as well, which are great help because yeah, no cramping at all throughout the run, which is unbelievable. This is what I heard. I don't know if it's true, but mm. you know when you have those cramp shots and they're just like really sour. Oh mate, they're the most disgusting yeah. thing I've ever so, tried. I don't even know why they they say there's flavors on them. Yeah, <laughs> it's so vinegar the, um, and pickle juice. This I don't know where I even got this from. I might be making it up, but the same fucking I guess. Circuits that tell you that you're cramping and tell your muscles that you got to cramp, mm-hmm. they just get completely overpowered by the, like the taste, pretty much. Really? Yeah. So that's. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, funny you say that because um, my physio was saying it's got this. Like when you have pickle juice, you don't even have to swallow it. 
Mm. So it's not even going through your body. Yeah. It's just hitting your tongue and you won't get a cramp. So what, how is that? Yeah. How does that work? Yeah. He said, yeah, so uh, it's a bit bizarre scenario, but, yeah, it's definitely worked. Been sticking at it now, so I won't stop with that one. Yep. Do you like pickles? Uh, I do. I do. <laughs> uh, working at Macca's back in the day is like one of the only things you could steal, so I got, got used to eating pickles. Um, <laughs> and I like pickle juice too, apparently. Um, what else? Uh, Darcy Kennedy from Melbourne Muscular Therapies, deep t- tissue massage. Uh, I, I went to high school with him. Uh, yes, yeah, so I go every Monday or Tuesday. I try to pop in there for a deep tissue massage just to really loosen. It's mainly that lower back area yep. he works on just to really loosen it up, um, which has been unreal. They've also got um, infrared saunas and stuff there that I can use. So, yeah, that's been... Whereabouts is that? Sorry. They're, they're based in Richmond. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's been great help. Um, and then Northern Spinal... With Jared and Pete, they so a year ago I had a shoulder up for those that don't know, and basically they've been working on me ever since then. And I told them about this, and they're all for it. So Jared has a hyperbaric chamber set up in um, in his in his um, physio in uh, reservoir, yep. and basically what a hyperbaric chamber does is. It speeds up your recovery quicker, so it's it's like being in a mechanical swag. That's the best way I can put it. You jump in there, they pump oxygen, which gets up to about 50, 60 kPa, so it feels like you're in an aeroplane, like your ears keep popping at the start. Yeah, yeah it's a weird feeling. What does kPa stand for? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a <laughs> bloody my mechanical plumber. I've asked Luke Mane. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so basically it speeds up recovery. It allows oxygen to circulate through the blood which then helps the damaged blood cells repair quicker and i have to say i've only just started doing it as of last friday and like i was thinking about it yesterday when i was running up and down stairs at work i had these few little niggles throughout my legs and they're all gone now like don't really have any pain through my legs Mm. at all from sunday to what was yesterday thursday which is pretty incredible how quickly your yeah, body can know. recover from this amount of strenuous exercise I've put it through. Um, so, yeah, they're helping me with that, um, which has been unbelievable. And it's very expensive, and he's let me use it three times a week, which is meant to be, um, you know, your minimum time of use um, for, for recovery, um, which is about out. You can be in it from an hour, two hours, so I'm about in it for about an hour. It's a good little nap period for me. I'm straight. Yeah. I'm, a stri- uh, I'm asleep straight away, so, yeah, it's been good. Um, and then what, who else is... Well, what does it usually cost? Anyway, well, Fish and I looked them up, and they were like 250 bucks for that bloody hour. What the hell? But then when I went in there, I had a look, and that one's about 100 hundred bucks an hour. So it's pretty, pretty yeah. expensive. Um, so it's amazing that they let me use that, and, yeah, very thankful... For that being the case, I don't. Who knows how to pull up without yeah. without that. So, yeah. yeah. And then um, Luke and Donna from Landsfit, which is you'll meet Luke in a couple of days. Just, just they bought me Hocker One One runners, and just those alone, like I can't explain the difference in running yeah. and what those shoes have done for me in those joints. Fish bought them, Matt bought them. I got a pair for Rain, who we'll talk about Rain later, and. They are just unbelievable. We'll get you on them, a um, bunch of other people. They've just got a very thick sole, but they're very uh, light yep. at the top. Um, 
and yeah, they're meant for long uh, running longer distances. What's the what are they called? Hoka One One. Yeah, I couldn't believe I didn't even know what they were, and now I'm the biggest fan. Mm. So yeah, um, thank you to Lance for, for getting for getting those for me. Um, and yeah, that's pretty. Oh, Benny Irving set. Um, this kind of goes goes away from the recovery period, but he set me up a sign, which I'm re- very thankful. Big Tuco sign that we're taking photos with after every run. Um, yeah, so thanks, Benny Boy, for setting me that, uh, setting that up for me as well. But that's the thing is, so many people just wanting to help out. It's just yeah. been, it's been really amazing, um, really good to see just the community getting in and backing in just so quickly too. Um, yeah, it's been a really good feeling. Uh, to have that so much support so quickly. Um, and, yeah, so as you can see, I've got a little hoodie set up here. Yep. First ever one, Tuco hoodie, uh, retro black. They're on their way. They're, it's been a mission to get these hoodies and tees made. Um, but I want a sh- massive shout-out to Rain and Fish as well just for helping me set this up. Rain's um, behind the scenes. She's the queen behind the scenes. Helping me with the Instagram. She's a um, graphic designer. Yep. Who is fish is my housemate for anyone that's thinking who is this fish bloke, uh, and Rain is his partner. And yeah, they've just been a, just such a big help to help me get prepared and ready. Like without them, my Instagram page wouldn't look the way it is. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have had the time to promote it the way it's been promoted. You know, while I was running the other day, Rain was just on the Instagram going nuts, and. Then look at look at this hoodie. Looks unreal. And this is the first one. This is just a test to try to see what it looks like. And For those I'm listening, can you give it a, a description? A description. It's black. Uh, it's got this retro look on it. Uh, it's the Tuco colours are orange and purple. Um, and it's got a little. It's time to know osteosarcoma on the back, and we're going to get a little hashtag logo ZRC four on the side of the shoulder. Um, they'll be hopefully they'll be available in the next couple of weeks. We're working on it. Um, How does it feel, comfort wise? Unreal. Probably the best hoodie you'll ever put on, I reckon. And it's got a hood. And it's got a hood. Yeah, we'll we'll change it up. We'll get some soon without a hood, but I rate the hood. Um, but yeah, I'll, there's going to be a few people sponsoring um, the clothing apparel, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, once that comes around. I'll thank them for that, which, yeah, that's going to be a massive help because basically I've created this a non-for-profit organisation. I'm in the in the mix of being able to create Tuco as a proper non-for-profit organisation, mm. which is pretty cool to think how far that's come in just a short amount of time and where that's going. Yeah. Um, and that, so do you have to get... Um, an ABN. Okay, yeah. And yeah. then that way when people... Do things they can they can claim just pay it. yeah exactly yeah. yeah so business can can claim it yeah um, yeah so at least once they they uh, give me the money to buy clothing then I can just you know keep putting them on back order and buy more and more yeah yeah and without keeping to having to keep ask for more money and yeah, just yeah. put that in the savings and then obviously the rest goes to the research non for profit organ um organization that we're raising money for which is. What are they called again? ANZSA Australia and New Zealand Sarcoma Association, which yeah. is uh, the research into osteosarcoma. Yeah, we spoke about this before, and and um, yeah, I gave it the heads up that I was going to ask the question in yeah. case um, there wasn't an answer. Yeah, but with a lot of um, 
fundraisers, um, non-for-profits, there's like this almost guilt, not guilt, but feeling that you have to donate and then um, a lot of them you don't have a clue where the money goes. Yeah. Just do it. People say, I'm um, raising money for this. Yep. You give them the money and then the CEO of that company is on fucking 300 grand a year. <laughs> oh, I hope it's not the case for this scenario. <laughs> but um, nice for you. <laughs> but um, so... Oh, for me. <laughs> yeah, if you and the boys said that, you're going to take me running and end up at reps <laughs> <Yeah>. or something. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, yeah, so that's where the money's going. So people who do donate know that it's... Um, it's all going to research yeah. uh, into sarcomas across Australia and New Zealand. So thank you, everyone that's donated this far. Um, just on that, though, I really do appreciate these donations. Uh, it's been amazing. And just see, I think we've raised five grand already, which yeah. is pretty incredible to think. And who knows how much more we'll raise once these, once this clothing apparel's out. Um, and continues on uh, But the biggest thing Obviously uh, For me personally As well as Many others Is spreading that awareness um, And it has spread And like Some of my mates are, That Didn't know Zane But I've become friends with Recently They're just like Oh well I just had no idea Didn't even know What osteosarcoma was mm. And that, this is what Brings me here today Is because during COVID, like how this all came up in my mind is, I was walking Gizmo and basically Gizmo, Gizmo's my dog. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone that's wondering, <laughs> oh, I realised that I had forgotten this the name of the disease that uh, Zane yeah. passed away from, and my f- first initial thought was guilt and just feeling super guilty because this disease took away my best mate and I'd forgotten it and then I kind of thought oh hang on maybe this is a coping mechanism because I personally think I have quite a good memory and I have been told that as well so for me to forget something like that and I I literally could not remember it and it blew me away and I was like alright from this day forward I'm going to promise myself that I'm going to remember it and then I realised I think I might have touched on this last time that I hardly ever played Dr. Google throughout the whole time. And mm. then I kind of thought, well, like, really, you don't actually have a clue what this disease can do and what this disease does. But other than the fact that you watched it play out and mm. to... Bloody hell. I've got to stop drinking this tea. Um, <laughs> to, yeah, to understand it um, and spread that awareness but actually teach teach the people... Uh, teach the people teach people exactly what it can do and how vicious this disease is um which we can touch on like it it mainly affects kids between 10 and 20 these kids haven't even had a life yet you know like which is just so crazy to think that one they've got this disease two it's it's almost like a a roulette like it's yeah. like with all these facts i don't know if you've been reading them that i've been bringing out and if you don't follow it, it's um at t2ko underscore underscore on instagram basically i'm just putting out facts just to help people understand exactly what this does but it's pretty much at the end of the day it's just we don't have a clue of why or how this is happening there's look it'd be really really nice to speak to a doctor and eventually hopefully that is the case and i can Talk to doctors and whatnot and go forward from there. But Get a doctor on the podcast. Yeah, I reckon 100%. We'll get there. But to, to see this disease play out, I've, I've obviously known it through Zane, and, and then there's that bloke that I told you about. 
Yeah. And see how vicious vicious it is. Um, it's it's quite bizarre. Like it's it's so full on to to think that. Like one thing that um, really makes me mo- motivated. It's pretty dark and deep, but I just have this picture of like a, a very young kid, a girl getting told that she has this disease and like just seeing a picture of the parents reaction and it's just it's very full-on and this is what motivates me for change and you know or just for answers because this is what you know zane went through and he never got these answers we never got these answers his family me it's just almost in a sense that he was just kidnapped and that's it and this is it you know, and like, like this is the type of an amazing person Zane was. Like, not only did he just take it on the chin, but he was such a selfless person. Like, he just wanted to make sure that we were all okay. His family, you know, his parents. Like, and he he just. I. It's so weird to think that he was going through like at what in year eleven, year twelve. Sorry, it was in year twelve. Depression and anxiety then, but then. Whenever you saw him, you know, he's smiling, he's having fun majority of the time. Um, but, like, imagine a kid and mm. not really – then as a, as a kid you really got no idea what's going on, you know. The younger you get, the less you kind of understand this whole concept of yeah. life and reality. And, and so, yeah, it's really driven me to, to get those answers, to really – this isn't how life's meant to be, you know. You're meant to watch your kids grow up, and you, as a parent, go first. It's not, it's not vice versa. And uh, yeah, it's driven me to be able to talk on here. That's the thing people say: "Oh, you're so brave to to be able to talk on a podcast." But what's brave is, you know, the parents, the family, the friends having to lose someone or. You know, watch someone be sick, and then you have to go and live your life day by day as if, as if it's almost like it hasn't happened. That's what's brave. That's what I see as brave. Yeah. Not jumping on a podcast and telling a story. And I'm not trying to have a go at anyone that has said that to me. It's nice, but that's what I kind of see as brave. Yeah, and it just gives you a yeah, perspective, a perspective that allows you to not live out of fear. Yeah, exactly. Because you right. know that. There's people that are struggling so much inside. Yeah, they still got to wake up and go to work. Exactly and right. They still got to pay the bills, and they've got to just yeah. That, yeah, nothing. That, that's brave, and yeah. to I guess hold their pain to themselves and then put on a nice face and to small, yeah. and to not you know put that on anyone else. It's a very brave thing to be yeah. able to smile um, and go day by day, week by week. Without affecting anyone else or you know the company for that sake, or it's not even about work; it's just life in general, whatever yeah. it may be. Um, yeah, it's brave and it's hard, and that's what pushes me for change to give, to get those percentages changed, to get, to get more answers, more awareness. It's it's a big deal. It's a lot bigger than. Like you look at like for an example, what also motivates me is something like MND. You know, you always see those people wearing beanies and yeah, you know, and it's it's been a massive game changer for MMD mm. over the course of what six seven years. Why can't we do this? Why can't we, I, I see in 
five years' time, everyone wearing two-go hoodies or a two-go mm. beanie or something like that. And this is for kids. This is what we're talking about. And it's not an adult. It's someone that hasn't yet had a much of a life to live. They're in, they could be in primary school. It mm. could be early ages of high school. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a very good motivating factor and puts a lot in perspective for me. And to be able to touch people in that sense is is an incredible thing and that's that's where I'm heading with all this um, after this run is is talking publicly like I said earlier at schools and really touching kids and just letting them know hey this is I'll touch kids <laughs> yeah. yep <laughs> I did say that <laughs> alright well <laughs> next subject <laughs> Um, no, that is that's where you want to go with this yeah, route. Yeah, <laughs> in, um, in this path. Yeah, yeah. So, how do you where where does that next step come from? Well, it's actually started, which is pretty cool. Um, basically, hopefully, I'll be able to speak at Assumption College in I think June, July. I've I've been talking to a good friend of ours, Sam Papillo, who got me on. Yep. with a bloke, Sammy. Sammy boy. Long time no see. And um, <laughs> basically, yeah, I'm hopefully going to be able to speak to year 10s, 11s and 12s um, yeah, later on this year. And then my mum also is a teacher. Yep. Good old mumsy. She works down at Ivano Grammar and hopefully can can talk at her school. And then it just, you know, domino effect, uh, Mary Mead, so, so on and so forth, which will be nice. And then it's not just schools either. Um footy clubs, you know, sporting clubs, whatever mm. it may be, I'm there. I'll, I, I want to talk and um, I want to spread the awareness of osteosarcoma. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that aspect of things. Um, but I think in the in the long term of um, – the long-term goal for me would be to see to a Tuco marathon um, would be pretty incredible, I reckon, like all run by – the organisation, 2K, which mm. would be pretty cool. Um, and I've got some ideas in my head to make it different from all the other ones, which, yeah, it'll be it'll be a great feeling once that's the goal that's achieved and that can continue on, you know. Yeah. And it will just keep going, which which I can see happening 100%. And it, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a wonderful experience. Yeah, that'll be sick. Yeah. What are you, what's the vision? Or is uh, it a secret? The secrets. Uh, I think, look, I'm a bit of a pleasure monkey. <laughs> uh, and basically I think, like, especially over the last couple of months, just being sober, as sober as I can anyway, um, which is very sober, being a pretty good boy. Um, basically, after the marathon, whether it's a half marathon, a marathon, or even an ultra, say, we'll say 60Ks, like, well, I've I've prepared for I'm going to one in a couple of weeks, and I know that they won't have like a nice bath or a nice pool. Like mm. It's kind of like you like you've done a triathlon. Is there anything mm. like that there? Half one, man. I done, mate. Don't tell me short. Sorry, sorry, but <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> well, um, um, is there like a ice pool? Like I'm talking. No, there wasn't. No. Yeah. So I picture this as almost like a festival like event. So. Mm. You work hard, you get to the finish line, and basically the next stage is stages, music stages. Because yeah. 
I always think like Zach, what's the best hot natural highs that you've had in your life? And one, obviously finishing these big runs. Two is running to a stage, whether yeah. it's a you know a music festival, a doof, whatever it may be. Just going there and feeling that that vibration, that energy. And then three is an ice bath, like just that quick cold yeah. effect coming out of it. So why not put all three together and yeah. see what comes out of it i think that's a great idea thanks man yeah and it's going to be i think it's going to kick off in a way that i don't even know because it hasn't been done before so basically what i'm thinking is you do this run there's this big fence up that you can't see the next stage but to get to that next stage you have to all you know do an ice bath proper recovery and then you know get your electrolytes in get your hydrolytes whatever it may be eat because you're going to be knackered, obviously. Yeah. But I think people keep thinking, oh, once you do a marathon, you're not going to want to, you know, go to a festival. It's not going to be like a set up like a proper, you know, festival, but have a couple of stages that, you know, older people might like rock and roll or something. Then us mm. younger people might like techno or blues, yeah. whatever you're and into. If, if people are more interested in the party aspect, they can do a, do it, yeah. a 12K or... A, yeah, do a less of a run, or if you want to just do a full run and then party, you can. But yeah. the other thing is, is recovery is all about you got to keep on the move. So set the stages up with sand. If you want to sit down, you've got seats, you know, whatever it may be, beanbags, whatever it can be. Set it up for people... To, you know, imagine the energy and the feeling of finishing a run, that buzz, that instant buzz, having a cold ice bath for 15 minutes, whatever. And then this, there's this fence that you can't see, but you can hear the music and you can hear people, you know, having fun, having a laugh because they've just run, buddy. And that's the only way you can get in is by running there. That's it. It's the only way. And so you've worked hard and it's all for a good cause. And to get to that other stage... You've got to run to get there. You've got to go through all these different obstacles to get there. And then you can enjoy yourself. Like, I don't think what the other thing is, you, you probably haven't even realized what you've done for someone else that mm-hmm. isn't able to do this. They're sick. They're in a state of need, but you've just raised money and raised awareness. Um, which, yeah, enjoy yourself, have fun, but look at the bigger picture, which is, you know, you could potentially change someone's life. You can potentially give them a better better chance of either, you know, overcoming the battle that they've got or just having more answers. So, yeah, it's, that's my vision and um, hopefully it, it comes very soon. Nice. Yeah, thanks, bro. <laughs> no, that's good because there is nothing better than <clears throat> when you know you're, you're going out or, like, have a pub call during the day yep. then waking up. Doing something real hard in the morning, and then when you're done, just knowing that you you've got calories to burn. Yeah, exactly right. And you can go out and get fucking smashed. <laughs> so put all three together, and you've got a two co event. What make people transcend? Yeah, I um, yeah, I think it'd, I think it'll be a game changer to be honest. It's I've never seen or heard anything like that before. So yeah. Maybe um untitled group should hit me up. We'll get mm. something going. Your people can talk to my people and so forth. Your people are you. <laughs> me and my army. <laughs> and Rick Avron. <laughs> uh, there's a few of us. You, you're a part of it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Shout out to who? Mike Christidis. Hit us up, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Gotta make this happen. Yeah, my best mate. Shout um, out. Mill Park to Wandong to getting 
drunk. <laughs> Mill Park to Wandong, you reckon? That's no, a, that's, that's a, another thing. We've got to get, we've got to get a, a very good view. Yeah. yeah. You need to be up on a hill or something. Like, work, hard, work hard, get up to the top of the hill, and then party hard. Yeah, true. Yep. We'll work it out, Mike. Hit me up. Um, yeah. Yeah, so so what's what's next? The run on... So the next run is... Yeah, so... You spoke about that, but... Um, with the with the health side of things, yep. you you're looking fit. Obviously, you just fucking been you. running. <laughs> so the discipline of um, eating good and not getting pissed. <laughs> if you should laugh, if you heard me say, "Hey, well, <laughs> I'm eating reasonably well." Yeah, well, you got calories to burn. Yeah, exactly right. Snack snack pedal, they call me. <laughs> <laughs> how's that? How's that? Um, being off the piss for a little bit, going for your very, mental health. Yeah. Um, feel like a superhuman? Feel very clear-minded. You still have those those days. This morning was one of them, actually. I woke up pretty exhausted um, and thought, I'll double coffee, have two coffees rather than... <laughs> and then I felt even worse, and this yeah. was all before 6.30am. And then um, started thinking, well, when did you last have a drink of water? And then I drank probably like two litres of water in two hours and... Boom, I was fine. Like yeah. I was so clear-minded again. And I was like, oh, it's pretty cool to start understanding your body yeah. in that, in that sense. level, yeah. yeah which, is, which has been a big thing over the course of these three months is really starting to understand my body, mm. especially like obviously the last couple of Ks of these big runs, um, knowing what I've got left in the tank, knowing when to use that, um, those big bursts of energy. Yeah, so it's all kind of played and had an onset effect of just my day-to-day life, which is pretty yeah. cool. And I think, yeah, with the drinking and not, not having a drink, even when I, I have kind of been socialising still and not drinking, I think, yeah, like we're, I've talked to Fish about it, he's like, you probably, it'll probably change you for good when it comes to drinking. You probably won't drink as much. We'll see if that's the case. But, yeah, yeah it, could, it could be. It could be the case. Um um, but yeah, it's been it's been very good not to wake up Saturdays, Sundays, super hungover and yeah. super horny. <laughs> yeah, it's usually the case. Yeah. But um, and then you start getting in trouble. But um, <laughs> talking to me in particular right now because I feel very attacked. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think everyone our age feels very attacked, bro. Why do you think bloody kids are popping out? Like, no, bro. Anyway, true. Um, but yeah. Um, overall, it's been yeah, it's been good. But I'm very keen to have a beer on that last run. So the, yep. the, I can talk about these last two runs because I don't think I've had gone into that much depth and detail about them even on Instagram yet. But basically, so then the third run is I've actually registered. It's called the CIS, um, CIS Marathon. It's Great Ocean Road. I, I ticked the ultra marathon, so that'll be very interesting, which is 60 kilometres. So yep. it's from Lawn to Apollo Bay. I've got a little bit of a crew coming up, which I'm thank, very thankful for them to drive all the way up there on a Sunday and support me. It starts at 8 o'clock and basically you have six and a half hours where they've locked the road off uh, to get it done. So that is about six minute 30 Ks. Yep. So, yeah, it's going to be challenging. I think that's going to be the biggest challenge across the whole four runs for me. Um, I think 100% I'll get it done. It's just, like I said, it's just that body yep. holding up. Um some very 
very, very big elevation gains throughout mm. the back end of the run too. So I think it's like the first one's like 300, 400 metres elevation gain in one hit and then there's another, that's about 42 kilometres deep. So it'll be interesting to see how my body feels at that stage yeah. when at the moment that's all I've run. And um, do you listen to music on the weekend? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm big on listening to music and right through. are you allowed to for this the, professional one? Uh don't tell me you're not, because I'll... Buddy. Yeah, you probably would be. For the the ones no. I did, you weren't allowed, but yeah, cause you're riding exactly a bike. Yeah, because you're riding so, and, yeah. and swimming. Yeah, we... I could. don't know if I'd ever be able to do something like that, because I think music gets me over the line. Yeah, well, maybe have a look. That'd be a nice little uh, mental yeah. challenge for you. AirPods. Yeah, that'd be crazy if I can't listen to them. I'll just start rapping in my head or something. <laughs> what do you listen to? Uh, I try to start off with being a bit of a gangster, so a bit of rap. Yeah, um, what type? Uh, any type Don't really have A type Well there's a big difference There's bloody Um <laughs> Like Hilltop Hoods To Kendrick Lamar Yeah a bit of Kendrick Drake Um Kanye's the biggest one Yeah uh, He's a big motivator Jay-Z Eminem Old school Snoop Dogg You name it I'll listen to it Um Then we As the pace picks up Throw a few Techno mixes on and whatever I'm listening to towards the end, it doesn't really matter because yeah. my that little voice inside my head's just telling me to get it fucking done. Yeah, <laughs> and or it's telling me to fucking stop, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just they just get louder. Yeah. and louder, and it's always ends up turning into left, right, left, right. Just get over and done with. Um, but yeah, that that run will be a, yeah, a very big challenge, and I'm excited to. Smash it out and get it done. I think for me personally, I think that'll be like that ultra status and yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, just to have everyone there um, supporting me at the finish. That'll be a pretty big day for me, I think. And then obviously the last one, the big one. I think that day it's it's a, a slightly it's a slightly bigger challenge again. It's sixty three kilometers Essendon to Kilmore. Um, if you didn't listen to the fir- first podcast. Obviously, it's dedicated to Zane. Um, he started playing footy at Do to Stars, so I'm going to run from Do to Stars. That's his junior footy club to finish off at Assumption College, which is the place that I, as well as many others, you know, kind of feel he's he's where he's resting. Um, it's where he played his best footy um, through that centre midfield. And yeah, so I've got a ton of people jumping in. If you want to, more than welcome um, throughout the day. Especially on that back end. Yep. Um, yeah, it's going to be a whirlwind of emotions, and I'm excited. And I'm looking forward to it. There's a lot of people coming down, and hopefully, we've got a huge range of two go hoodies and tees by then. Fingers crossed that they come in time. And yeah, it's going to be a, a challenging one, especially that back end coming into you know your. I don't know if I go through one. I think I go through like Craigie Burn, and then yeah, through, yeah. and it just starts getting very hilly. And yeah. I've ran that before, and it. Yeah, it's, I think it's an eight hundred meter elevation gain, all that, which is a lot of a lot of hills. But yeah, it'll be interesting. But I think having that support and everyone there, it'll get me through. Doesn't matter really how I feel. I think that'll really push me through. But just getting that recovery in from the sixty to the sixty three, that's mm. going to be a massive week. So it'll be a huge week of you know hyperbaric chambers, stretching, acupunctures, what I eat, all the rest of it. So yeah, I'm looking forward to this back end of of May. Um, 
and looking forward to cracking open a beer after it. I think we're going to try um, book out Max Pub, which is where we usually go for Zane for um, the day that he passed. So, yep. yeah, it'll be really nice to see a bunch of people there wearing the two-go stuff and supporting the cause and, you know, having a beer. And, yeah, it'll be, it'll be, a, it'll be a great day for everyone. Um, Assumption have given me the all clear to be able to have it there. Nice. Yeah, which is cool. Um, and then, yeah, we'll, we'll book, book in the max, hopefully. Pardon me, Jesus. And um, <laughs> what is going on? Like Rick from Rick and Morty. <laughs> I haven't watched enough, enough of that, but I might now. Um, and, yeah, it'll be a good day. And then hopefully this tradition just keeps happening and yep. I'll lock in a date for next year and I don't think I'll do a series next time. It's not that I don't want to. I kind of want to create that, like what I said earlier, that mm. – um, Tuco Ultra or um, Tuco Marathon that people can run and then we can turn it into something fun and enjoyable and something that you won't forget. We'll do a 100k one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the Americans, um, which is absolutely fucking ridiculous. They yeah. do like 120k uh, laps around just the track. Yeah. Um, the bloke that got the record did it in like 11 hours, 40 minutes, which is like 4 minute 30k's. Mm. <laughs> For 11 hours yeah. Around a track fucking Yeah mental. you reckon I'm fucking mental <laughs> um, But yeah it'll, um, Yeah so that's That's the back end of Of um, Two Yeah these marathons Which will be pretty cool Yeah um, Yeah and I'm I'm excited And I'm very thankful For everyone that's going to Come and chip in In any uh, Shape or form That they They do Whether if they run Or they just want to come And you know Say hello Or celebrate Or spread that awareness You know I'm all for posts and you know sharing and all the rest of it because that yeah it goes a long way. Yeah. So you got the you got everyone's ears. Is there anything you want to say before you head off? We'll have to um next one we'll book in maybe after the last one and we'll yeah lock it in. Um, what do I want to say? <laughs> Is there yeah. any more help that you need? Or. Um, just if anyone's looking, uh, if anyone is looking to help or sponsor or anything like that, I really wouldn't mind more help with the sponsoring of a clothing, yep. a clothing brand, which is, yeah, be really appreciated if you could chip in in any shape or form. I'll put your company or business up on my Instagram page, which is, um, yeah, which is slowly increasing in followers and yeah, I'll put a detailed description of, of, um, of your company on that page and that's the way I'll help promote it. Um, yeah, that's about it really. What did I talk about last time? I don't know, sausages or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever wondered? Like, oh, I know yeah, you said hot dogs have yeah, kids in them. hot dogs, yeah. No, not kids, bro, just anyone. Didn't you say you wanted to touch kids? <laughs> I did say that. Can we <laughs> change the topic? Um, Jeez. <laughs> um, have you ever thought, like, how, this is the conversation Fish and I were having the other day, how language started to be translated? Like, how did that happen? Yeah, a little how, bit. It's fascinating. Isn't it? Someone said to me that maybe a kid grew up with, but I don't I don't back that. A kid grew up and he like knew all knew, the language. Oh, like, knew two, like, had parents that spoke. But I'm like, how did, how did that work? Like, no, it would have just been, like, like a parrot or... The same way a dog has their own language, but they ha- can't articulate the way we do. And it started with like a caveman going <laughs> to now 
Hello, mm. yeah, but like, and then yeah, it changed. Like, hello to bonjour. Like, how did they figure that out? Well, that's just different interpretations of the noises that you can make. Oh, that just blows my marbles. Anyway, that's where we're at. Yeah. Thank you for having me on once again. No, you're welcome, mate. Um, it's been a pleasure. Good yeah. to catch up. Yeah, it's been great, and yeah, thanks for everything you've done in helping me get this going and where it can potentially go, where it's going to go. It's been it's been a great journey, and I'm. Keen to see it, Geordie Allmrods Conley. He's probably freaking out. Oh, hang up on the bloody, hang up on Hamhead. Um, yeah, well, obviously, as the everyone listening would want to say, they're just um, how much of a legend you are, and just the biggest thing that's, um, I guess, admirable for me is how you've been out of balance going to work, which is hard enough as it is without doing anything, and then having this. Um, Foundation that you've yeah. built from nothing that's now looks like it's been around for ten yeah. years of how good it looks and how much you're doing. So thank you, good um, on you, and keep going. You got our support, and I, I guess the, the main thing is just um, yeah, look after yourself and don't get overawed by the whole thing, and just know that you know you come first. Thank you, I and, appreciate it. Yeah. I um, also thought just kind of thought about this now. Um, just with back when we we're talking about, you know, I don't want it to be about me. That's that's the yeah. It's I can't wait to see Tuco. It's for example, whether you follow Fuck Cancer on Facebook, like I mean, on Instagram. It's like I don't know the person behind that, yeah, but I'm sure yeah, they yeah. have a story. <coughs> um, because it because at the moment everyone's kind of oh good on Zachy P. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. still Zachy P. And look, and I'm fine for with it, and I appreciate it, but it's more. It'd be more appreciated if it was just Tuco because it becomes hard with, you know, friendships, relationships, all the rest of it. Some people might not want to share it for whatever reason. Yeah, there yeah. may be issues with me or issues with someone else or and they won't do it at all, which makes it hard to, uh, to, to make people realise just what you can do by sharing it, um, getting... Like some people might not share it at all for whatever reason they may have, um, and I talked to a few people about this, and it, they don't realise that you might have. Like for example, my mate Scott said to me, "Oh, I, I shared a bit. Like, oh, I've only got like a hundred and some followers." But he's like, "But what he said to me, and what I'm thinking is, oh, but that could could affect two or three people, and those two or three mm. people, and then it's that domino effect. You know what I'm saying? It's those two. So yeah, I can't wait to see it pick up its game and." Really become Tuco, and that's it. Yeah, and that'll Zach. probably come when yeah, some, someone else wants to um, do an event, and they're yeah. going to say, "Oh, the foundation picking Tuco." Which is yeah, it's cool um, to watch it grow, and I'm really looking forward to that moment happening. Um, I think I've just got to be patient and just watch, just yeah, let it all roll out and yeah. and enjoy it while it's here. But yeah, that's kind of the hard part at the moment is getting out of that. Yeah, it's, yeah, but it's, um, it's young. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Um, and uh, it'll grow. It'll unfold naturally like a beautiful flower. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again for having me on. No worries, bro. I'll speak to you soon. And shout out to my sponsors, Butter Menthols, that yeah, helped me out today, didn't they? Yeah. They need fucking um, Gabba's gone or something. <laughs> Gabba's gone. <laughs> Where'd he go? 